Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. This is a marketing podcast like you haven't heard before. It's about real connections and honest conversations. Why am I here? To remind you that you can fly. If you're brave enough to listen to that calling inside you, I'm here to serve you and show you that marketing can and should be honest, that the truth sells and authenticity wins. So how can businesses and brands build a real and authentic audience? The Authentic Audience Podcast gives you insight into growing your business and marketing strategies to gain real followers and loyal customers. Each week, I create a space of radical honesty for thought leaders and entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses to share their insights on business, marketing, relationships, life, and spirituality. Each episode is sure to remind you the power of storytelling and truth selling. Get ready to get real, get raw, get honest, and keep growing. Hello, and welcome back to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I am your host, Krista Ritma, and today's episode is going to be with me all about how my time off went, my biggest takeaways, hosting my first retreat, the thing that I am most excited about sharing in the new year, and so much more. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Whoa. (laughs) It has been a minute, guys. How on earth? are we? Seriously. (sighs) Let's take a moment, drop in wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this and just ask yourself truly and honestly, maybe for the first time today, how are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling in this moment? And how can I support you in being a little bit more present, a little bit more intentional and a little bit more connected to your body, to your mind, to your spirit, and to your business? Those are the questions that I wanted to answer for you on today's episode. So it's a solo episode with me. I'm just going to jump right in. I'm so grateful for you. (laughs) And I just want to I just want to make a prayer and make a promise that in this year, in 2022, my commitment is to bring it on this podcast. One thing that's become super clear to me, many things have over the last few months, but that this podcast community, this time I have each week to speak from my heart and soul or interview incredible humans about their passions, stories, successes, challenges is really everything I love summed up. And that's so hard to find. And for whatever reason, the podcast for me has not taken the front seat in terms of my priorities. And even though, even then it's been so successful and so awesome and so powerful, but it's time to up-level this podcast. And this is my commitment to you to do that this year. And just a huge thank you for being on this ride, for being on this journey. I have a renewed appreciation for this mode of connecting with you out there in the ethers out there in the world. And It's so personal. And this community is by far my favorite community of mine that I get to talk to, speak to, engage with, and play with. So just thank you. I know who you are. And even if we haven't met in person or I don't actually know who you are, I do. I can feel you. I know exactly who I'm talking to and exactly who this is for. And it's for you. So welcome. Okay. So I don't know about you, but this New Year's break 
felt to me like the longest two weeks of my life. And that was in a good way and in a bad way. I got back from my six week trip down to Baja, Mexico. And that was only like two weeks ago. And it feels like five years ago. So it was a long break. I don't know about you, but that much downtime is really hard for me. I have a lot of fire. I have a lot of air. And although I just love solitude and I love earth, I read three books. I did 15 crossword puzzles. I took a thousand baths. I mean, I watched the whole Beatles documentary, which was such a commitment, but also magical and amazing at the same time. I got a lot, quote unquote, of rest, (laughs) whatever that means for an anxious Gemini, but I did. And I was going a little star crazy to be totally honest, because my work is my refuge. And I think business and work and working over the holidays gets like a bad rep, And just the energy sometimes of business and of work gets a bad rep. But for me, it's been my refuge. And I had the biggest realization in Baja, which I do plan to share with you today. And so this new connection and this new relationship I have with my business feels really exciting. And I'm really excited to work. And for whatever reason, over the holidays, you know, I was like stopping myself from working more than a couple hours because I was trying to do the right thing, which was rest. And so I tried my best to find the balance, but needless to say, I'm just so grateful to be back. And it's a work in progress for me trying to find that balance between rest and flow and business. So working on it, it's, it's (laughs) needless to say, I'm happy to be here. So one thing I did want to get honest with is how I wanted to start off this year and how it actually started, because this, I think is something many of you might be able to relate to. And so I wanted to share this. And yesterday, as I was having what we call the Sunday scaries, it wasn't actually the Sunday scaries for me. I was feeling quite inspired and ready to get up this morning, super motivated. I got my to-do list. I got this new like digital journal for Christmas, which is like Gemini dream. And it's all my notebooks. I'm like, so organized, ready to dive in. I even had visions of getting dressed and taking a shower, which is so crazy. And even wearing a cute hat and putting on some makeup to dive in today for work. And when I woke up, there was no alarm because my phone was dead. So I slept through what would have been my first alarm. So I woke up an hour late to my phone dead. So groggy. I've been having really crazy dreams and I'm so affected by my dreams. I don't know about you, but when I have a pretty crazy dream, that's really jarring. It's hard for me to shake the rest of the day. So I woke up with these bad dreams and was so groggy and was just not in the mood at all to jump in like I had originally planned. So, so grumpy. And then we got on our team call and my team just makes my life. They're just so supportive and also just so real and so human. And we decided that our theme for this week for our team is going to be gentle. And each week on our team calls, we pick a theme for a week that we really want to focus on and call into our work and what we're doing. And so I invite you to share this theme with me. And that is gentle, be gentle, ease in 
take care of yourself. We live in such extremes as humans. And I do especially that I'm either in like full rest or full go mode. And I'm really trying to find that space between where I can still feel in flow, still feel productive, but also be dropped into my parasympathetic and in that restful state as much as I can, because so much magic happens there too. So the theme this week is gentle. It was such a beautiful way to drop in with my team and to get ready for this week. And we have so much coming up, which of course I'm going to share about, but before I do, I wanted to share with you my three biggest takeaways that feel the most important to share from my time in Mexico, because I was down there for six weeks. I don't feel that I need to recap and I don't feel that that's the best use of my time or yours um, to hear about the crazy details, but I have some big takeaways and One of those takeaways is during my time in Baja, I broke up with my inner critic and a breakup with my inner critic, just like a breakup with a person, a partner, a friend has been really hard. I've actually been missing my inner critic, believe it or not. And this was a super powerful realization. I'm not going to go too far into detail other than I actually met my inner critic in the form of a person, of a friend of mine. And I had this huge realization during my time down there that I was keeping this person in my life because they were an actual representation of my inner critic, which was like, like mind blowing on the beach one day, like, whoa, that was a big epiphany kind of moment. And so not only did I quote unquote, distance myself, detach or break up from this actual person, I chose this opportunity to break up with my inner critic entirely. And so the representation of what this looks like in my life coming face to face with this energy that is in fact the inner critic feels really familiar. And that was a part of my big realization is that I was in fact keeping this person around who makes me feel bad about myself, who's the most unsupportive, most critical, mean, like actually really, really mean to me and not loving at all because that feeling of unworthiness of not good enough is familiar and it felt safe. How weird is that? And so my reason for sharing this is during the retreat is when I actually put together that this inner critic that lives inside me and this person outside of me was representative of that and what ending that and clearing that and shedding that look and looked and felt like was really big. And to now know that the inner critic voice inside of us, and this is that voice of self-doubt, this is the voice that tells you you can't do it, that says, who are you to do this, and that just tears you down at all costs, plays a really important role for many of us. And my sister does this really beautiful exercise where you actually thank your inner critic, and some people even keep them around. It's a whole thing. But for me, it needed to be a clean break. It needed to be a breakup because there was no more serving. There was no more loving. There was no more beauty in this relationship, whether it was this person or with this inner critic relationship in my head. So going through this breakup has been just like any other breakup where I start to think about my inner critic, right? And I start to miss my inner critic because we crave and we connect to so much of the time what feels familiar over what we really need. 
And throughout my life, whether it's been a boss or whether it's been a relationship, I've continued to fill that role of the inner critic outside of myself. Someone who tears me down, who's constantly there to remind me that I am not good enough. And I finally had this realization where I'm done. I'm done. So that was a huge takeaway. And I invite you to, in this year, to one, think about the inner critic inside of you and what that relationship is like and what that inner critic says to you on a regular basis and just become aware of that voice. And then two, is there anyone in your life, in your real life that represents an inner critic that maybe you keep around because we are addicted or sometimes weirdly, toxically connected to that feeling of unworthiness. And maybe it's time to disconnect and cut that person, or at least cut the cord for a little while, because we got work to do. We got work to do. And our inner critic is not welcome here. So that's the first thing. That was my first takeaway that felt really important to share. Obviously there's a lot more to that, but what I wanted to share with you about it was really how you could then take this story and use it in your own life and at least reflect on maybe who shows up for you as an inner critic. Second thing that felt really important to share is I fell back in love again with my business and I'm embarrassed to admit I was maybe even a little bit out of love with my business. Even beyond that, I had become pretty resentful over the last six months of my business and would say really mean things actually about her and was feeling really disconnected. And during the retreat, I talk a lot about, and we'll be talking a lot about on my webinar, Business Energetics, this Thursday today, if you're listening to this when this comes out, and there will be a replay available. So you can go find that right now if you want to post January 6th. Anyway, I talk about this relationship with our business and I lead meditations and journal prompts and discussions about our business, about their needs, wants, mission, et cetera. And there's this huge aha moment that often happens when I teach this about separating ourselves from our business. And I know all this and I teach it all the time, but during the time, this, this retreat where I got to teach it, I went through the motions again. I did all of the journal prompts and all of the meditations myself to best prepare for these workshops. And during those meditations, I fell so in love with my sweet business. And I realized how much she has guided me, how much she has held me, how grounding she has been. We got to do this really fun exercise on the retreat with Ocean who came and she did an astrology cosmic blueprint, leaning into your element for success in business, like mind-blowing workshop. And we actually got to think about the elements that our business embodies, water, air, fire, and earth, right? Being the four elements. And I, Krista, embody nine out of 10 times air and fire, sometimes water because my moon is in cancer, but you don't need to know that just the elements. So water, air, fire, and earth. And what I realized is even though I'm mostly air and fire, my business, my sweet, grounding, stable, empathetic, sensitive, intuitive business embodies water and earth, making us a complete full package together, unstoppable. And the other thing I realized is that 
I owed my business an apology for all of this. So I ended up writing a letter to my business, apologizing for the resent, for just the drama <laughs> and the level of emotion and extremeness and just Kristenness that I bring to every little thing and just how grateful and how in love I am. And what came out of that was this realization that my business wasn't ready for me to have a baby. And so during the retreat, I got to have this really beautiful sort of relationship and renewal of our vows, if you will, and let my business know that she is my firstborn, that I have huge plans for us, that I am more inspired than ever to work with her and to take us to the next level. And also it's time to have a baby. And that was my third realization is I went from like, yeah, I'm really ready to all consuming. And if you're a mom out there or on your motherhood journey out there, I'm sure you can relate to this, but I could not until this moment. And throughout my life, even my thirties, I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to be a mom, right? Like I'm not ready yet, but I hundred percent want to be a mom. Then I went to, yeah, I'm ready to not, not try. Right. Then I had my pregnancy and miscarriage and realized, okay, I want to heal some things. I want to get my shit together, but I'm really am excited and ready for this. That was where I left off on my last podcast. What's happened in the last six weeks is it is all consuming the baby fever. It's insane. The longing that I have for these beings that I haven't even met yet, my future kids, is just the most all-consuming feeling. So in conclusion, my three biggest takeaways and three things that feel really important to share from my time in Baja, number one, I broke up with my inner critic, highly recommend. Number two, I fell in love with my business. And number three, I cannot wait to be a mother. And it's time to get it together here and prioritize that, prioritize motherhood and what that's going to look like and feel like being pregnant, working, saving for maternity leave, all of that fun stuff when you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, and lots to think about. So those are my takeaways. Baja was a blast. Leading my first retreat was a life-changing experience. I've led so many. I really thought I was prepared and it exceeded every single expectation, every single expectation. Everyone dropped in. It was a freaking portal. I mean, when we were having our ceremonies in the Shala and anytime I called in like guides or anybody to support us, the wind would just start whipping. I mean, it was a gathering of witches and it was the most powerful experience for myself, for everyone there. I feel so connected. I feel so excited. I feel so aligned in my why for the last few years of authentic audience. And since we began, I've never really taught live. I've given talks live, but I've never done like an interactive workshop live. It's always been online. And I am a huge fan of online community and virtual space and interaction and that sacred energy that we can cultivate in that way, but nothing. And I mean, literally nothing compares to a group of women sitting in community together, dedicated to growth. And it was so beautiful. 
I got to teach some of these ideas from business energetics, from my new book coming out and from witchy business, my new portal that I'm opening on Thursday, January 6th. And it was just so cool to feel it live and to interact with these clients and friends who have been in my world for years, have taken all of my programs and to hug them in person, I could cry thinking about it. So that was magical. It blew away every expectation. Everyone left totally different and totally renewed. And my teacher, Allison reiki us all. And we had a sound bath and we had yoga every day and the movement and the restorative and just everything was beyond, 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 beyond. So for those of you who are listening, who were there, I know, you know, it was total magic. Thank you for trusting me with your time, with your space in a crazy world that we live in to drop in to total love and surrender together. It was Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of community and how powerful that was, this is a great way to segue into what's new and that's witchy business. So when I thought today about the thing that I felt most resistant towards, it was sitting down and recording this podcast, which is funny because usually this is the thing I feel least resistance towards talking to you guys, connecting, dropping in, getting into flow and just calling it in, sharing for the sake of giving you what you need for your greatest and highest good. I was like, ah, I can't do it because I'm scared about witchy business. I'm so scared. It feels so vulnerable to share. I'm launching this thing, this portal, this community, this coven, if you will. And my time in Baja sitting in community with women reminded me that now is the time. And I've been feeling resistance because I have to do it. And that is my witchy business container. And what it is, is all of me. And where this came from is through my most earthy, unwoo-woo client and mentor. And we were talking a few months back. We were talking actually in September and her, she just gave birth and her son has like the most auspicious birth date. And I couldn't believe it. So I was sending her information about his sign about, obviously she solicited this information, never do this to a new mom if they don't ask, but she obviously was curious. So I was sharing and she wrote me back and was like, man, I would be so interested if you included more of this in our work together. And that was all I needed to hear because she is the most businessy, corporate-y, just unwoo-woo friend, client, and mentor that I have. And if she was wanting more woo-woo, it means that my people need it. And so I'm not going to call it woo-woo anymore. It's my keys to success of living (laughs) is what this is. And witchy business is me bringing it and I'm going to create, I have created the portal is open a 12 month container where we dive in each month together to body, mind, spirit, and business. Okay. These are the four pillars of witchy business, body, mind, spirit, and business. And Every month, we're going to focus on a new theme. So the first month, the theme is going to be around the body. I'm going to, 
we do a live call every single month where we drop in together. We have a playlist. I do a collective card reading. We talk about the theme of the month. I have a guest lecturer who is an expert in the field of the theme of the month. My first guest lecturer for the first month of January is my Reiki master and yoga teacher, Allison Eaton. She's going to be teaching a group Reiki healing, chakra clearing, and meditation for the body. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Every month there's journal prompts, there's discussions, there's suggested reading lists, podcasts, so many fun talks. Like it's just everything, the holistic approach that I take to my life and to my business through a 12 month container together. The second month I've got ocean pleasant talking about the career wheat spot in your chart for the mind month for business. Stacy Engel, my mentor is teaching us all about crypto NFTs, web 3.0. I'm trying to think of all the amazing things she's going to share about and why it's so important for us to lean in. There's a new form of currency and it's predominantly men in this world of crypto right now. And it's time as women, we lean into the abundance that is right there and understand this conversation. Those are just the first three months. That's body, mind, business. And then we're going to go spirit and then go again. So if that makes sense, those are the ideas for each theme. There's a full community board for journal prompts, for interacting, for discussion, for holding space, for community. There's so much more that you can read about on the sales page, but as you can hear in my voice, it's lighting me up. And it also makes me feel really resistant because this is really sharing parts of myself and parts of my work that I have shared before. If you've ever been in one of my courses or on one of my webinars, I always start with a card reading. I always have a playlist. I always have journal prompts. So if you've taken a course with me, then witchy business will definitely feel familiar, but it's a little bit more of the magic. It's a little bit more of the feminine. And I really feel that this is the future. And the one thing that I felt in the last quarter heading into Q1 is the shift has happened. We are officially in the new paradigm, the new world. Welcome. If you're listening to this, it means you've made it. You're here, you're awake and you're ready. And so witchy business is for you. Witchy business is a group container that's going to support your journey in the next 12 months through these four pillars. And I cannot wait to begin. Our first call is like two weeks from today. The portal closes, enrollment closes on January 16th. So the uh, enrollment will be open from January 6th to January 16th. And for my podcast listeners, for you, for my VIP community, if you use the code community VIP at checkout, you'll get $44 off or your first month free, depending on which payment method you use. So that's it for witchy business. That's what I'm most excited about right now, bringing it all together in this container. I've never launched anything like this before, which brings me back to my resistance because it's not like List Build Academy or Marketing Fundamentals or Selling Bootcamp where there's this like tangible outcome, like make more sales, grow your email list, grow your revenue, right? Which I love. I love helping people hit these very tangible, very specific success marks through my programs. This is a little bit different. This is the feminine. This is in flow. I'm not actually sure what the card poll is going to be and what the talk is going to be and everything that's going to be included. So it's a 
lot more listening to my intuition and trusting other people that want to go on that journey with me without this like promise of a thousand new email leads or, you know, doubling your revenue or whatever it is that my strategies are so successful at doing. And that's how I, you know, validate to myself the price point and all this other stuff. So it's been really interesting building out this sales page and launching something like this. Obviously, I feel that the price is beyond fair. I wanted it to be super accessible for people and have this be a container that doesn't feel like a major investment, but more like a space of self-care. And that's the, that's the reasoning behind me choosing the pricing that I did, but it's a lot, it's a lot launching something like this because it's really also coming out as a witch. I know I've hinted to it and I know I say I'm a witch and I share things, but actually creating an offering that has the word witch in it and asking people to take me seriously and feeling like I could be judged or people could get the wrong idea. It's just, there's a lot more room for vulnerability here. And it's been a really interesting process And I really, um, I've had to find a lot of compassion for myself as I work on this, because these really truly are my gifts and really are what I do on the, on the day to day, I am serving the spirit of your business. And there's so much more than just strategy. And there's so much more than just great creative and great design. Um, it's a lifestyle, it's a mindset, it's, taking care of yourself holistically. And I really want to support you guys in this way. And I'm fully equipped and fully qualified to do this. It's just scary. It's just scary putting a brand new offering out into the world. So if there is something that has been calling you, that has been tapping you on the shoulder for some time, this is my sweet invitation for you to listen and lean in or maybe journal on it and think about why you maybe haven't done it or what the resistance is. Because for me, it's saying, hey, I'm a witch and pay me and join my program called Witchy Business, which for whatever reason feels so much scarier than selling marketing fundamentals or List Build Academy or something that's like more left brain business focused. So that's what I'm excited about. That's the update. That's what's going on. And I'm just feeling so much gratitude for this again, for this community and for leaning into and for my decision to lean into this gift that I have of communication. I know that talking like this and writing the way I do and the ease in which I'm able to speak and articulate is such a gift. And I really want to use it for the highest and greatest good. And that is to serve you. And that is for your highest and greatest good. And I know I can do that through this podcast and through these courses and through the book that I'm working on and the cards that are almost complete. So, so much in store. I'm so happy to have you. I know that I ended the last podcast of the year with the future visualization. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, you don't need to listen to the last podcast, but if you just wanted to fast forward to like the last 10 minutes, I would love if you didn't get the opportunity for you to hear this. Um, I got a lot of really positive feedback and it's just a future visualization exercise that I like to do once a year. And I'm going to be sharing more things like this in the witchy business container, more meditations, journal prompts, rituals, and 
tools in my toolkit. I want to just present to you this like smorgasbord of tools, rituals that have helped me and changed my life over the years and people and have you get to up level and add to your own personal toolkit for growth. So that is my offering to you. And again, my commitment on this podcast is to bring you as much value, as much truth, you know, all of the things the way that I always have, but just even more, even more. I promise that. And I thank you for being here. I wish you a very, very happy new year. If you are interested in witchy business, it's witchy.kristaritma.com. Enrollment closes on January 16th. And don't forget to use your code community VIP. You guys are in for a huge treat with my podcast guests and upcoming lineup. So please stay tuned. Please share with your friends. And if you love this podcast, the best way to support is to leave a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, keep growing.